Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, where we have fun and meaningful conversations with all kinds of tango professionals. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks for tuning in. If it's your first time joining us or if you're a newer listener, welcome. Uh, Please take a moment to check out our previous episodes, as I'm sure you'll find lots of good stuff. All right, my guest today is originally from Cordoba, Argentina, but is currently based in Paris, France. In addition to tango, he's also well-versed in Argentinian folk dancing. While growing up, he trained in various dance schools in Buenos Aires and Córdoba. He has also been a part of several dance companies and has taught and performed internationally. And with me now is Maximiliano Colusi. Maxi, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you for for inviting me over. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a pleasure. <laughs> it's good to also, see you. So yeah, it's a very good excuse to to continue in touch, you know, and and to share some thoughts about tango Absolutely. in the U.S. here in Paris and yeah. yeah, right. Yes. So how are things in Paris right now with uh, you know the pandemic and everything? Well, everything is um, a little bit. I mean, less. Um, uh, or maybe you could say a little bit more open, you know, like okay. we're, we're allowed to, yeah, we, we, we're almost back in normality, you know, okay. like quote unquote, yeah. but um, so everything is starting over again, you know, like uh, classes and milongas and mm-hmm. theaters and shows. So okay. I'm starting to, to work again as a dancer and as a teacher, mm-hmm. as a musician as well. Nice. So yeah, I mean, right now it's uh, it's pretty good compared to like two or three months ago. Nice, nice, good. Yeah. Have you been to any milongas lately? I've been to outdoor milongas. Okay. Yeah, nice. outdoor milongas. Yeah, it's like also because because of the weather, it's very nice outside mm. right now. Okay. So yeah, trying to you know to take advantage of the yeah. nice weather. Yeah. Good. And good. what what about in medicine? Yeah, we've we've pretty much opened up again. So mm-hmm. I've I started uh, my milongas, my classes back in April, and yeah, it's just really good to to be back dancing. And a lot of people here who have been so, um, yeah, so cooped up and frustrated because of the pandemic are now just out. They're really happy to be dancing. So that's very good. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So Maxi, I know that uh, I want to kind of go back to the beginning of your dance journey. So you you actually got into folk dancing first when you were when you were a child, right? Yeah, exactly. So I started actually I dancing. Yeah, you learn folk dances when you you're in like um, primary school, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. And so everyone more or less has an idea of folk dances, maybe more than tango in Argentina. Okay. And then, and then when, when I was studying engineering, mm-hmm. I decided to start playing music, some music. And the, so I, I started guitar and singing uh, also folk music from Argentina. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started dancing folk music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And after that, because I went to like to learn to and to be part of a dance company you know they they told me i should learn to dance tango (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i I thought it was a good idea Mm -hmm. so yeah that's when i started that was back in 2009 okay not that long ago but yeah Mm -hmm. 2009 that's when i started dancing tango 
Okay. Yeah. What was your impression of tango when you first uh, first started it? Actually, I started taking classes and and dancing a little bit, but I wasn't actually understanding, I would say, what tango was about. Mm -hmm. uh, in my case, it was when I went to Buenos Aires mm -hmm. to a milonga there, and I saw people dancing. I don't know. I I saw something that I I I hadn't seen before in in my city, like this. You know, watching each cup each couple living like a different story you know it was uh, with the same music mm -hmm. sometimes both of the dancers would have you know like their eyes closed mm -hmm. and it was like how can they do do that you know i was just starting and mm -hmm. i remember that's that's when i when tango started becoming a thing for me you know like something mm -hmm. i wanted to discover more yeah. mm -hmm. but i always felt a little bit immature you know for tango because in like my generation my you know the people my age mm -hmm. have always thought about tango as something for for older people you know mm -hmm. like our grand grandparents you know uh -huh. yeah. so also like dancing tango it's mm -hmm. not that you know <laughs> back then you know like yeah 12 years ago mm -hmm. it wasn't actually for for young people you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah, because, you know, of course, all of us here who, who have not yet been to Argentina, when we think of tango, we think the whole country is into tango, but it's really more of something that was popular in Buenos Aires, not so much uh, in Cordoba, where you're from. So just growing up while you're in living in Cordoba, what, what, so you thought your impression of tango was mainly for older people, but did it, did you experience the music or anyone talk about it at all? Or was there any discussion about tango while you were growing up? Yeah, because um, like I always I always tell this to my students that to me, tango, first of all, was the music, mm -hmm. first of all, you know, and then maybe the, the, the dance. Mm -hmm. And so uh, every time you turn on like a radio, you, you, you might listen to a tango, you know, like my grandmother, she mm -hmm. used to cook and then maybe sing a tango. My, my family, my parents, uh, all of them, they know a lot of songs, you know, a lot of tango songs. Maybe sometimes they know the composer, the singer, <laughs> like my mom, she met like several famous singers in Buenos Aires, you know, like wow. everyone <laughs> has a knowledge of, you know, what tango is about, mm -hmm. but not a lot of people dance it, you know, that's yeah. kind of like a myth, you know, like cliche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows that, that, that it's not the case, you know, like yeah. many of my friends, like the majority of them, they don't dance tango. Mm, okay. Yeah. What did your friends and family think when you started doing tango professionally? Well, they they love it <laughs> they went to see me dance you know every time i would perform in in cordoba they they would be there mm -hmm. even when was it like two years ago i went to argentina with a group of students and i mm -hmm. took them to cordoba and buenos aires we mm -hmm. spent a week in in each area actually because we were not staying in the city in Cordoba we were staying really like in the countryside you know in a very nice hotel and, mm -hmm. and but one day we went to Cordoba where my family lives and all my friends and everyone I know mm -hmm. and we went to this uh, 
famous milonga in the city, in that city, which is mm -hmm. in the in the main square, you know, in the city, right in front of the cathedral. And mm. So it was uh, it, the 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 weather was was very nice, and we performed with my partner there, and almost my whole family from Cordoba and from other cities <laughs> came to see me. You know, nice. Yeah, I don't know. My my family is like that, and I really appreciate that. You know, it's it's very nice when when you have your people. Yeah. You know, and yeah, mm -hmm. sharing sharing uh, the things you you like to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, because as, as you know, when you visited here in Madison, there were there were several people from Cordoba who live in Madison as well. And they were telling me, yeah, like you, like there is more subtango was something their grandparents did. And some of them said, yeah, my grandmother would dance, but then her family would say, no, 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 this is a, this is not a good thing for young ladies to do at the time. Exactly. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, until I would say my my mother's generation when, when she was young, she would only dance with her father, with my grandfather. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't even know what that looked like. Yeah. Like, I'm almost sure that it's not the tango we dance, you know, almost right. sure. Like yeah. way more simple, you know, mm -hmm. not a lot of steps, maybe just mm -hmm. walking and, but they, they, they danced it, you know, like yeah. when my mom was young, she, she, she would dance tango with her mm -hmm. father, you know, uncles. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> what What was your very first tango lesson like? Do you remember? My yeah, my first tango lesson what was in this um, like school dance. What I mm -hmm. and it was kind of like a famous school for um, folk dances, mm -hmm. but not for tango. So I remember, you know, the teacher separating us you know uh, like leaders and follow not even leaders followers you know like men and women yeah and then you do this you do this mm -hmm. and never mentioning anything about leading you know like mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, suggesting a movement or something mm -hmm. so i remember that was my first class and then i continued there and then i remember going to my first milonga mm -hmm. And not being able to dance at all, you know. Oh. Mm -hmm. And then I, talking to the people at the milonga, and then they tell me like, "No, you you really need to go to you know to tango tango school, you know, in mm -hmm. in Cordoba." Wow. And then so that's when I actually started learning tango mm -hmm. and okay. dancing it, and and it was it was very nice, you know. After three years or two years, I started teaching it. Because mm -hmm. I really liked it, you know, yeah. and my, my teacher told me you could, you could, you could help me with uh, with the beginners classes, mm -hmm. and and it was a very good thing because that made me start something mm -hmm. that later on I discovered I, I I really enjoyed a lot, you know, which which is teaching tango, yeah, well, you know, which is a different thing from performing, you know, and dancing. Mm -hmm. Many dancers don't teach or don't like to teach, you know, right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I really like teaching tango. That's, that's when I, when I, mm -hmm. because you kind of like admire your teachers, you know, and you analyze the way they, they teach something, you know, right. they're, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, mm -hmm. I remember, but, but in any case, my first experience with, uh, with this class, it was okay, you know, but <laughs> that showed me that made me see, you know, <laughs> yeah. different styles and, and yeah, and, and, and actually discovering what I wanted, you know, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay.
Nice. Yeah. I think that, like you said, helping your teachers, if you're a student, that's really helpful. And even if you don't want to be a teacher, like just for understanding the dance, like taking that beginner class again, it's so, it's so useful. So yeah. yeah. Maybe you listen to the same, to the same instructions or, you know, but, but with, with your experience, you, yeah, you, you experience it differently. You see it differently. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So just uh, there's so many different ways to teach dance and to teach tango as well. Everyone's always trying to think of something new or just trying different strategies. Of course, um, you know, here in, and I don't know if it's culturally in the United States, we're very kind of, uh, sometimes we're very academic about teaching tango and, and that, that can be okay for some people, but it doesn't work for everybody. I, I kind yeah. of, I'm guilty of that where, you know, I, I, I have this very specific system and I'm trying to change things around a little bit. And while some other people are very, are very free form, they kind of throw you right in. It's like, no, 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 don't worry about technique. I want you to feel the connection. And it's very, it's very fascinating. So, um, you know, you've been traveling internationally. You've, you've been here in Madison and other places in the U.S. and you've uh, in, in also in Argentina. So what are, uh, what are some differences in teaching habits that, or that you notice, I guess, amongst different, uh, different cultures? Yeah, right. Well, I think you, you described it very well. I, I, would, I would say those are like the two big schools, you know, people trying to analyze, you know, maybe every movement, you know, and, and everything, everything, like beginning with the posture, Mm -hmm. you know and then the, the steps you know like different systems you know mm -hmm. like the so i i have a i have some some experience in the united states and what you feel is like you realize that when when you listen to the questions you know like mm -hmm. your students are asking you uh like the level of detail maybe in the u.s <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. there's a lot of also as an argentinian you get a lot of like cultural questions you know like mm -hmm. they so what is it like in argentina because a lot of people haven't had the chance the chance to to travel to argentina and to see what tango looks like in argentina mm -hmm. but also living in in a foreign country so now it's been four years that i live in france mm -hmm. and that i've been teaching here i i also taught in argentina mm -hmm. it has like I would say absolutely nothing to do like the the, the way we teach and the way I learned mm. in in a folk dancing and, and tango is mm. like um, I kind of like I, I've learned so so many things teaching here because you need to give more detail yeah and I would say in the United States maybe even more depending <laughs> on the person but in general it's yeah I would say that mm -hmm. Mm. but also um, uh, in Argentina, it's more like it. So we do it like this, or mm -hmm. this is the step. Mm -hmm. Very few explanations. Yeah, and go for it. You mm -hmm. know, like I don't know how you're gonna do it, but you need to find a way to do it. Yeah. And I don't know. Like sometimes I try to do that here, and with with students I know. You know, they, yeah. they they've been taking classes with me for a while. And then sometimes I try that to see what happens. And sometimes it works because that makes them, you know, actually, I don't know, like try to find a way to do it. Mm -hmm. And also because you start working maybe with, uh, 
with their own movements and with their own ways of, of doing things yeah and and not maybe ending ending up having like the same type of dancer like you maybe you could you could tell that person studied with you know with this teacher because they dance yeah. like the same <laughs> that happens a lot as well yeah. mm -hmm. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting thing to, to, yeah. Yeah, to, to compare, you know, but also I feel that my way of teaching mm -hmm. has changed a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. I like what you said about, uh, you know, I don't know how you're going to do this, but you're going to have to do it. And I think that's in, in, in many ways, I think that's, that's really useful, I think, but, uh, a lot of people, I guess, here in the U.S. and also in, in Asia, I found people are just not used to that. They want the right answer. It's like, why, why, why? Which why? in some ways is interesting because it's not necessarily bad because your student is motivated. But um, this idea of making mistakes, so many people are just afraid to do, to do things wrong. But like you said, well, figure it out you're gonna yeah. you're gonna figure out the wrong way to do things and then the right way will come and it, there's that process and i think that uh you know i think we have to to really unlearn the this is wrong this is wrong well no you, this is a process and when you're trying to figure out um the step um it's it's a wonderful process even if you make a mistake okay well that doesn't work what let's try this something else and this kind of a um, mentality yeah. of experimentation, I think, is is very useful in many cases. So I think I, that I think it's yeah. it's exactly about what what you're saying about mm -hmm. the fact of making mistakes, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, so because they want it's like it's like they wanted to know everything everything before trying it, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. and so yeah, that's why I said like sometimes like what I already noticed, you know, that's how they they want to proceed mm -hmm. also working with um uh like uh, grown-up people you know like uh, adults mm -hmm. and it's different when you have like kids you know you just <laughs> you just say something and they just go for it yeah but, you know like mm -hmm. older people have the tendency to to make a lot of questions you know yeah. like and why and they want to understand and sometimes mm -hmm. even if the, if you explain why it's not working mm -hmm that doesn't mean that they're gonna you know they're gonna start doing it like well right away you know it's right. like they, they still have to continue mm -hmm. so yeah it's maybe the more you or the the longer you you, you you've been dancing tango you know maybe the uh the the wiser you become you know like yeah. to know that you need time you just need time Mm -hmm. that's and that's it you know and but it, it's hard to at the beginning you you, you want to do everything and you you know it's like ah. <laughs> uh, and then you just you, maybe you you come down and then and also one day you you want to to feel that you dance your own way like you have like yeah. your style of dancing your personality mm -hmm. yeah uh so no you know like different different stages like in the learning process and yeah exactly yeah yeah i remember when i was first starting i used to live in, in new york um that's where i started and there was a guy a uh, really good friend of mine he we became really good friends but he'd been dancing for a long time and he just had this really smooth walk 
you know, you know, those dancers who just move so smoothly. And I just said, how do you do that? And he just looked at me. Well, I just kept coming back to the Malanga one day and then it, it builds, you know, because I used to have that thought like, oh, there must be a technique in order to move that way. And there isn't. You, it's, it's like you said, the experience. And, yeah. you know, and you have to be yeah. patient with that process. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah, so yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so what were, what were in the beginning of your tango journey, Moxie, what were some bad habits you used to have and how did you, um, how did you correct them? Oh, well, in my case, I mean, for, for the people that don't know, like the majority, <laughs> I, I, I guess for the people that, that watch this, I am a tall, a very tall guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would say the, the posture, mm -hmm. that's the worst, you know, you know, and I always, I always, uh, give a lot of importance to mm -hmm. posture maybe because that's, that was my experience, mm -hmm. but with my, with my students, I'm kind of like protecting them what, like for, from, from pains, you know, and, and things that they could they could suffer from you know if they mm -hmm. keep doing something in a in a certain posture you know mm -hmm. because for me uh i i tend to to lean you know over you know to connect mm -hmm. from the chest because a lot of teachers tell you it's the chest you know it's here mm -hmm. <laughs> and well yeah <laughs> until someone you know told me like no 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 you need to to start you know leading with your core and maybe you know like a, a different way mm -hmm that actually worked for me so like the first one i would say the posture because mm -hmm. being a tall person it's kind of hard you know to to mm -hmm. find the contact in like especially in close embraced mm -hmm. embrace it's like um it's it's difficult to, to find. i would say the posture like the worst habit and then it's difficult, you know, not to do, like, not to always do the same thing, you know, like the same sequences and repeat and mm -hmm. and it not being re, re, uh, repetitive, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, it's like you know, you you see your students and sometimes you think, yeah, I used to do the same thing. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 What were some uh, experiences, either really good or really bad experiences that really, uh, helped your learning with tango? Well, like <laughs> the first one I would say is this one, uh, like my first class, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't consider that as, as a bad experience, mm -hmm. but, uh, the fact of, you know, of going to the milonga and not being able to dance, that was mm -hmm. kind of really frustrating. Mm -hmm. um so but bad things i would say that and then yeah maybe dancing with people you don't want to and mm -hmm. and my first my first milongas i would say mm -hmm. it's it's not easy you know to mm -hmm. and i'm talking about cordoba not even mm -hmm. buenos aires or any other part of, in the world but I, i'm i'm guessing it's more or less the same everywhere okay because like the tango, I don't know, ambience or the, the context and the, the codes and everything that's going on in a milonga, you know, it's mm -hmm. like you, the moment you enter, it's like you realize there is something going on and, mm -hmm. and maybe you don't feel a, a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, and then 
like the, the the best experiences I would say were when when I found that connection with someone I I I, I hadn't met before. You know, you someone you don't know, and you find yourselves you know like dancing and having a great time, and you know with with that really deep connection. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of like what makes you continue. You know, like. I, I want more of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. Like, I think we all have felt that even regardless of level, you know, when you dance with a stranger, then like you said, there's that connection and it's, uh, and you feel like this is an old friend at the end of the Tanda. <laughs> and that's, uh, yeah, that's really, that's a really wonderful Crazy. thing. Yeah. yeah. And then like also maybe the best experiences with tango is the fact that you can almost go anywhere in the in the globe mm -hmm. you can go to a milonga and make some friends mm -hmm. uh, you know and maybe you're in a city you don't know like i, I remember being a, li living in in lacrosse mm -hmm. looking for a milonga like the closest milonga <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and it was in madison right <laughs> and it was you the the organizer yeah, that was like five or six years ago, I think. Yeah. Gosh, it's been that long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's been four years I'm here. Yeah, six mm -hmm. years ago, I think. Okay. So, so yeah, that, that, that for example, that one, that, that was a great experience. Driving all the way to, to Madison, I, I'm almost sure it was, it was snowing a little bit, no, yeah. not much. <laughs> but then, you know, arriving to... I don't remember where where it was exactly. I don't know if, if it's a if, if it's the same venue. Mm -hmm. It's still the same venue. I I, I don't remember actually. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it was the the cardinal maybe. Oh yes, the cardinal. Yeah, yeah. I was hosting it Malanga. Yeah, yeah. That was a. Yeah, we unfortunately we're not there anymore. But we are at another place at a, at a jazz cafe not far along, not far away, which is great. But yeah, I remember um, you came down to the the cardinal, which was a really yeah. fun fun atmosphere. That was, yeah. And that's why I, I I met you, and then I I met uh, a lot of people actually yeah. there that I actually right now are my my friends. Yeah. And that's why I started teaching tango in in Viroqua, mm -hmm. and then also in Madison. Yeah, everything, and then also like what what I'm doing here in France. I'm I'm I do this for a living, right? Right. So and everything is thanks to to tango. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So you've you've also you're also part of a, a dance uh, company, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you do the tango performances. So yeah, so stage tango, performance tango. It's also another really fun adventure that you've been a part of for a while. Um, so what what do you like about uh, the performance aspect of of tango? Maybe the yeah, maybe that that feeling of being on stage mm -hmm. you know the um, also like the costumes and uh feeling also that connection with the with the group you know everyone doing the same movement at the same time like that mm -hmm. that group energy mm -hmm. and and it's almost like um i don't know like i don't know what the word is maybe mm -hmm. Uh, like you do a, a catharsis, catharsis. You can you say yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a way to um, 
it's like a way I think I, I found mm -hmm. to express certain things, you know, about myself, mm -hmm. even, even if, um, like the movements are choreographed mm -hmm. and, you know, like, uh, and there is all, also like a cliche with, uh, you know, stage tango, like yep. a typical tango show in Buenos Aires, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but, um, lately I've been doing different things mm -hmm. also like, it's like a tango company, but, but we do, uh, plenty of, of things we we don't do like a traditional tango show mm -hmm. and also you know like the fact of exchanging with uh different dancers mm. and that's very interesting and also traveling i love i love yeah. the traveling part <laughs> yeah. like yeah. like we used to do before before covid but yeah mm -hmm. so yeah actually I, we we've, we've been preparing um um a new play or or project with mm -hmm. this company for almost two years and we've only had the opportunity to to do the the premiere uh like two weeks ago mm -hmm. because it got you know postponed and because of everything mm -hmm. so um, uh really happy about that you know i'm, I'm working in two companies right now mm -hmm. the first one it's uh, it's called tango unione mm -hmm. and there we are four couples and two musicians the the whole the whole show that we do now uh is with live music mm -hmm. you know using like uh, i think it's called a looper looper you know like you 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 play something and it continues playing oh, okay yeah. okay you know mm -hmm. and they get to to create you know like a musical atmosphere mm -hmm. and so it's a it's a very interesting show about like um about going to to uh above you know uh above um tiresome i mean like when you are exhausted that you yeah. feel like you can't continue dancing mm -hmm. well and and you continue anyway mm -hmm. you know yeah. and it's based on on a i think it's a film or a documentary mm -hmm. about um the 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 economical the financial crisis of the Nineteen, yeah, and there was like this uh, dance marathon in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and where people would you know dance for I don't know even one day even more I don't know, mm -hmm. so they would you know faint and everything because they they would try to continue dancing. Yeah. So the the this show was inspired you know from mm -hmm. of of this uh, this event that happened mm -hmm. in the in the in the United States. So it's like you, and also we change on, on scene, you know, like we are there changing costumes and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's like a very high level of, of energy. Wow. Yeah. But very nice. Yeah. The, we, we, we've been working a lot with, for mm -hmm. that play. We do plenty of things during the one hour and 20 minutes, more or less that, mm -hmm. that, that it long, that it, yeah, it longs. And then the, the other company is with Romeo and Juliet. Oh, like way more traditional okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. So, yeah yeah it's um yeah well and right now everything is starting to to happen again you know nice nice yeah fortunately yeah so with choreography done do you have you ever choreographed uh performances yourself well for for me and and partners i i've worked with mm -hmm. and for my students okay but i i've 
I've never worked as a choreographer, you know, for a, for a group of dancers okay. or a company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's just something I've been really curious about. Uh, the first time, I mean, I don't, I know nothing about choreography. I remember I was teaching a, a group at the university here, and um, this was years ago. And the, the, the and there was also a ballroom group said, "Oh, we're doing a showcase at the end of the term, school term, which your tango students like to do something." And my students said, yeah, let's do it. I said, okay. And it's like, okay, great. Just choreograph something. I was like, oh, okay. And <laughs> so, I mean, it worked out okay. It was a lot, everybody had a great time, but I just thought I, the whole time I'm thinking, gosh, I just, I wish yeah. I knew more about choreography. So just, just with what you, with your experience with performance, uh, like what are, what are some, I guess for other organizers who are in the same boat that I was, who might be listening, you know, if they have find themselves having to choreograph something like where, where's a good place to maybe start or some, maybe just some, some basic ideas that you, that you advice that you might have. I mean, like for, I, I would, I would suggest um, trying to identify um, like really, really, really pay attention to the music right mm -hmm. like that's to me that's the that's where everything starts mm -hmm. and some some songs are like really you know like with phrases very uh, kind of like you can tell mm -hmm. when the following phrase will start right yeah. mm -hmm. and you can you can count and then you you can assign you know a specific movement for each each number right mm -hmm. that would be like kind of like the the beginning Mm -hmm. But also you can you can listen to a song, maybe close your eyes and then imagining different like images mm -hmm. along the, the song. So maybe you could you can go from this image, maybe you I don't know, you find out while you're doing it what you're gonna do in the middle mm -hmm. to get to this other image, like mm -hmm. a like a picture, you know, like uh you want this here mm -hmm. right now. And then and then it's like letting it happen i mean you you can do everything from from the beginning like each movement and everything because also doing it you realize that for certain movements you thought you would you would you would have time mm -hmm. maybe not also with practice uh, everything becomes more you know like doable so mm -hmm. before you at the beginning maybe it was difficult but then with practice you re it's like you feel that there is a lot of time to do that. Actually, and at the beginning, it was like, Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And sometimes, for my classes, like traditional tango or you know tango de pista or tango salon, how they call it, mm -hmm. and sometimes I use I use uh, I teach my students how to count music mm -hmm. because again, like you never know. You have I don't know thirty students maybe in, in a very good case for 20 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some people might might be open you know and and they, they, they might be receiving of you know that if, and some other people are like i have no idea what you're counting i cannot identify what you're doing with the music mm -hmm. it just doesn't work you know yeah but i i do it in my classes and okay. last year i started a choreography group you know mm -hmm. that also you know like uh, stopped because <laughs> yeah. because of the because of the COVID. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay yeah yeah i like what you said about everything starts with the music and i think a lot of the uh 
uh, what, what it takes to dance a good choreography. I think some of that probably does carry over into dancing well socially. So yeah, right. because exactly. I mean, you can, you can, I mean, I've, I've just as for fun, I've danced as a follower, but if I'd rather dance with somebody who's listening to the music than someone who's really good, but not listening to the music. It's just, uh, yeah, it's really, really interesting how I know what you mean. Music eh? is. I, I also, I, sometimes I use that like counting mm -hmm. also because, you know, like the way dancers count music is very mm -hmm. different from what I, how musicians yeah. count music. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I explained that to them as well. I, I, I have also like certain knowledge about music mm -hmm. and maybe for a musician, it's only about, you know, like uh, uh, two, two beats one is like on on earth mm -hmm. and the other one is air you know yeah and and you and many like the the majority of the tangos you can listen to them like, like that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and but with dancers actually we we see like phrases of eight beats and you know and maybe the the strong beat and the weak one you know and the semi you know uh, also to explain like when when you could walk in a certain mm -hmm. way yeah um and i think that the, the way i work with that comes from my experience as a you know with choreography yeah. because my teacher the the one that formed me you know that that trained me mm -hmm. uh he was like obsessed about that you know like oh. he would say i want like this arm on the seven and you know and and the head and then the, you know like mm -hmm. so we would have to be really precise you know about that makes you that makes you go towards the music and yeah. so and that's a good thing to me mm -hmm. because usually what happens something i i i accept now from i mean it's been a, um a moment that i i I've, I've accepted here the fact that many people learn tango and don't like the music yeah. they don't like tango at all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like in argentina a lot a lot of people would say that that's crazy because usually yeah. you listen to the music and then you know it's a, that's why you want it i know some a lot of people are interested in the dancing but not the music mm -hmm. so sometimes it's very difficult you know because people have told me i don't like the music mm -hmm. and usually i for in my case, I can't teach with uh, other music than tango. I don't like dancing tango on other songs, and I completely, mm -hmm. as I as I said, I yeah. it's part of it, you know, because tango tango doesn't belong to Argentina. I mean, it's been a long time that mm -hmm. tango doesn't belong to to Argentina or Uruguay anymore. You know, it's mm -hmm. like everywhere there is tango, and yeah. each each person lives tango in a different way. Mm -hmm. So also, you know, and what's what's Argentinian tango? That's impossible to describe, right? Mm -hmm. What's it's ridiculous, even. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, Moxie, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I feel we can talk about tango all, all day or yeah. all night where you are. I know it's it's uh, it's early evening, um, but yeah, hopefully maybe someday we can do this again because there's still uh, a lot I'm sure we could discuss. But for now, uh, where do we find out more about you online? Yeah, yeah. Well, my 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 Facebook page 
okay. and my Instagram page, which is Max Tango Folk mm -hmm. A R G, like you know, in Argentina, right? Okay. And yeah, I'm also like open to any messages and any any feedback from from these questions. Maybe people have mm -hmm. you know about what we what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And it was a pleasure for me. It's yeah. it's very nice to know that a part of me it's is still living there. You know, people think about me, and mm -hmm. I really miss going to to the U.S. And I, I enjoy myself like big time every time I go there. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a pleasure for me. I, I really, yeah. I, I love a lot of people that, that, that are there, you know, I have very good yeah. friends. And so every time, you know, I'm there, I try to go and visit you and, yeah. and what you're doing. And, mm -hmm. and, it, and it's, a, I don't know, it's, as I told you, it's like a community, you know, it's like, right. uh, so thank you very much, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one last question while you're in yeah. Paris, do, do you teach your classes in French? Yes. Yes. All right. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, 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 that's something I, I, I love languages mm -hmm. and cultures. Yeah. So just, I, I'm not, I'm not bragging about, but since mm -hmm. you, you, you bring up the, the subject, yeah. I, I teach in English, mm -hmm. in Spanish, of course, in French. And two years ago, I had the, the opportunity to teach in Portuguese for the first oh, time. Oh, very Brazil. nice. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's great. It's so fun. It's so, and, it, and it's if, every time you change the language, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like thinking in a, in a different way. It's yeah. very, it's a very good exercise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's very good for your brain. So yeah, if you want to take lessons with Maxi, please get in touch with him on Facebook in Spanish, French, or English. So that's a big group of the globe you've got covered there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, well, thank you again so much again, Maxi. It's a pleasure. And pleasure. Uh, yeah, I hope to meet you, see you in person again soon. Yeah, me too. Me too. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Take care, Joe. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. All right. And that'll do it for us today. A huge thank you to all you listeners for tuning in. It really means a lot that you've made time to listen to this show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a second to give it a five-star rating and review on iTunes or whatever platform you're using. That really helps. Thanks for your support. Okay. You've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon.